I'm Jim. And I'm Emily. And we're, we're the, the Summers, Summers family. family. She works in an office. And he runs the home. Together, we're raising our four kids with an emphasis on family, adventure, and the arts. Welcome to the Summers Time Podcast. Okay, so we are going to try something new here. I'm Jim Summers. This is Emily Summers, my Hello. wife. And uh, we wanted to start a podcast that um, kind of discusses different relationship goals and things that we have talked about <clears throat> together that we thought we would come up with a couple different topics. I think you came up with around 40. <laughs> so we've got, uh, we've got material to work with. Um, but why don't you say like what you want to get out of this and what we want to get out of it and then what we can hopefully offer to others if and when we decide to post these live and up for others to listen to. Well, I think for us as a couple, I think that this type of forum is a good way to connect and talk through big topics. Um, it's kind of like quality time together because mm -hmm. that is scarce with the ages of our kids. We have four kids that are seven, wait, nine, seven, five, and four. Mm -hmm. And so it's go, go, go all the time. So the the reason that I wanted to do a podcast or that I was interested in it is because for us as a couple, I thought this would be a great way to have some dedicated quality time together, a good way to talk through some topics and just have like right. a really good conversation. Um, but when I think about other couples and other relationships, um, you know, something like years ago, I think it was seven years ago now, you know, my dad died right. and he died young. He died at the age of 53. And it made me realize like all of a sudden I realized that you can die young. Mm -hmm. And it really struck me that like the knowing of that suddenly made each day a little bit more precious and so I regularly, before falling asleep, ask myself, if today were your last day, are you happy with the way today went? Mm -hmm. And it makes me focus on the little things and it makes me focus on the big things, but it mostly makes me focus on the little things. And, you know, I look at other people and other relationships and I see so much opportunity for all of us to experience living more and right. be more present and be more, you know, connected. Um, so I almost look at this podcast as a way to explore how to live a fuller life and embrace all the stages that we are in. So this might be a dumb question, but do you think this is something that you or and me together, but mainly you want to do more for yourself as an, as like an introspective thing, or is this something that you're like, Hey, let's share this with others. And hopefully we can give them a piece of our mind on what, cause I know that, you know, I, I wasn't kidding when I said 40 topics. I mean, I, I think I count. Yeah. There's 40 topics in here that you had sent to me that we jotted down or you jotted down back in October. Um, so I think this is great. There's a lot to talk about, but I, I initially thought, well, this would be good stuff for other people to hear because you and I have kind of a unique perspective on certain things. Um, and one of them being tonight, we were going to talk about the, uh, for our first episode here, we were going to talk about the weekly conference, as we call it, the summer's weekly conference. <clears throat> call it what you want if you're going to do it on your own. But is this something where you want to get more of it out for you and for me? I mean, I think that's probably obvious, but do you also want to share this with others and 
I guess what I'm going at is I know that you're big into like the kind of the self-help gurus. I know that's a cheesy way to say it, but like the, the Rachel Hollis's and the bucket list family. And for those of you, if you listen and you don't know what this is, don't worry about it. Just Google it. But you like that stuff because it gives you perspective as a listener or a watcher. Do you want someone else to, to get that out of what we're doing? I mean, I think that's what our plan is anyways, is to share these eventually and be like, hey, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But do you have more interest for yourself or for others with this podcast in general? I think that any endeavor that you take, you have to have some self-interest in it. Otherwise, I don't know that it's going to be, it's not going to like reach its full potential or it's not going to be its best. Right. So my probably like foundational intent is... Um, for me and growth and like just I'm a, I'm a very curious person so I, I look at doing a podcast as a way to like kind of peel back the layers of the onion and ask a lot right. of questions and it's like educational um, sure. but I found that you know I'm so aggressive about growth and um, you know being better and, you know, success and that type of thing that I find a lot of people um, seem to benefit from when we share Sharing. our experiences. Right. So, um, which is I what think, I thought this would kind of be, which I thought that yeah. was neat. That was fun. I think this is like a bit of a, here's some of the things that we've done that have really helped us. And also a bit of here's the journey that we're on and how we're digging into certain things. And so, you know, I think it's both things, but I think at its core, it's a self curiosity. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to give away any of the topics that you know, I have them in front of me right now. I'm not going to give any of them away so that, you know, when we hit on these, it's kind of a new thing every time. But well, why do you want to do it? Um, that's a good question. I want to do it because, well, for those that don't know, I actually do a podcast, a different podcast that deals with music and, and it's a lot of fun and I love it. And this is an opportunity for me to peel back, as you say, peel back the onion, the layers of an onion in a different way. I can peel back my musical onion like crazy and I love it. And I've been doing it. It'll be nine years in August with my buddy Ryan. Um, but this is a different way to, to peel a different onion. And I also like doing things with you. So to your point where this is a good thing where we can sit down and have conversation, why not record it? And, and also to your point, which is what I was going to say, some of these topics here are very, um, they're specific and some of them are quite unique as to how we do things. And it might be how other people do things as well, but I thought it would be fun to, because I was as I was watching you write these down, I was like thinking of, okay, we could definitely talk about this one. We could talk for an hour about that one. We could talk about an hour for that one. That one might be a half, whatever. And just kind of then throw it out into the ether and see what people think. Because I like, I'm a very social person, as you know. I like to share things at the same time when I say that. I'm not like a photog, so I'm not splashing photos up on Instagram like crazy. You do more of that, but um, but I will occasionally. And it's if it means something to me, I like sharing it with others to see if they're interested. So this is another great example of you and I do this day in and day out. We eat, breathe, and sleep what we're going to talk about on this podcast. So instead of just sitting on the couch and talking to ourselves, let's throw it on a recording polish it up you know we'll get our bearings this is our first one we'll get our bearings and and then next thing you know hopefully we might have some people that are interested in it and see where it goes from there i'm yeah, not suggesting that we turn into the next 
Joe Rogan podcast, but I mean, this could be something that makes hopefully a lot we of fun get for some us. feedback that can also help us refine some of the approaches yeah. that we take. Absolutely, that's 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 exactly right. It's we're sharing it or will be sharing it, but totally accepting of feedback. And I know, I mean, I can already think of you and I have friends that I can already think of that would love to. Well, okay, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take this a step further. They would love to not only comment and provide feedback, but it could be that at some point down the road we bring guests on. Maybe we have a call-in guest or something because I have the ability to do that. You know, we've got the ability with my the technology we have, or maybe we bring someone over on a Friday night. And we right now, for those that know, I have a studio in my basement, in our basement, and that's where we're sitting right now. Maybe we bring someone live, as I've done on the podcast that I do with my buddy. Um, so there's there's just a plethora of ways that we can kind of take this and i think that excites me especially because i've been doing this uh for you know a different show for almost nine years so i'm i really like doing this but i really like sharing our perspective on things with others because i think we have a unique take on a lot of things and so you got me kind of thinking about like Ooh, this would be kind of fun to to record it and then put it out there but anyways why don't we why don't we shift into the topic for the night um as we kind of did an intro already um the topic that I thought would be a good intro topic for the, or I, I called it the out the mic, I called it like an umbrella. There's a few that are very specific. I don't think we should start there. I think we should start with something like the weekly conference, which I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, something we started two or three years ago, I want to say, mm-hmm. was when I was still working. Um, so I, I stayed home with the kids um, when I was still working. Uh, and you and I were not on the same page on a lot of things. And it wasn't that we were like fighting and just not seeing eye to eye. We were just so busy. You know, as you said, we got four kids. We both had full-time jobs, you know, two cars, a house, the, you know, partridge in a pear tree and all that good stuff. And it was just a really hard thing to wrap our heads around everything that we needed to do. Um, so I forget exactly when you came up with it, but I'm almost positive you came up with the idea of doing a conference call where we literally just talk for 20 minutes, a half hour, whatever it is. And I think it was on Monday mornings. Is that right? Wasn't it Monday mornings when we were both on the way to work? Well, why don't I share a little bit background on the inspiration yeah. for the idea? Yeah. Go so ahead. I um, had taken a road trip with my mom and we were, we had gotten a bunch of magazines and I was driving and she was reading articles from the magazines. And one of the articles was from a Harvard professor, a business professor, who had um, done a lot of research about what makes the best teams in business and uh, had found that one of the key aspects of a good team was having one-on-ones because it allowed the leader of the team to have a finger on the pulse of what was going on, especially if there were some problem areas or challenges, they were able to anticipate or intervene in those earlier. Yeah. I agree um, with that. Then being proactive. And so this professor, as he was digging into the research, thought to himself, well, if this is such a success metric for a team, why wouldn't this be a success metric for my home team, me and my wife? Right. And so he instituted one-on-ones with his wife and I loved the concept. The concept of it. I, being in the business world and being a, a, a leader in business, I could really relate to the perspective of it. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And so I had come back from that road trip and had mentioned to you about what I had learned in this article and that I thought it was a really good idea. And I was so sure that you were going to think it was the dumbest thing ever. And I don't think you uh-huh. were like that excited about it, but you were like, okay, I'll try it. Well, see, but I, I've always liked one-on-ones because I think I remember telling you long before we were going to do our personal one-on-ones. I used to do that at my old job at Motorola. They didn't do that at Medline really, or at least on the teams that you were on, um, because you weren't really that familiar. And I said, if you can try to get a one-on-one just so you can touch base or whatever. So I think, yeah, you're right. You probably thought I was going to you know, be like, huh, what are you talking about? But I don't remember if I was totally excited or not, but I either at that moment or soon thereafter, I thought this is a good idea. Why wouldn't we touch base as a team? We are a working team. Why wouldn't we touch base with what's going on? At our in our home lives, personal lives, because we do it at work. So go ahead. So we started it as a conference call. Like we literally called it a conference call, and we literally called each other. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we um, decided that they would be Mondays, kicking off the week, and we um, put a structure together for right. the one-on-one. And this is where it got a little like I don't know, a little dorky, but I actually think <laughs> our structure. Is awesome. So I remember the, the first question. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> that is no. It was it's, no. It was how are you doing? I remember that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm laughing because it is kind of dorky. It was kind of funny. And every time that because you, you usually started every time you asked it, I did get a little chuckle because it just to me what was kind of corny about that was that like you and I have known each other for 20 years. We've been, well, now married for, we're coming up on 11 this year. This would have been <clears throat> probably in our eighth, ninth year at, you know, dated on and off, whatever. We knew each other. So the whole idea of like, hi, how are you doing? It just, it seemed like, I know how you're doing. We see each other every day. We sleep in the same bed. Like, this is such a weird question. But truth be told, it was a great way to truly find out how are you? Because after a while, when you would ask me, I'd be like, I would be truthful. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm I'm stressed out. The job that I had was stressing me out. The commute I didn't like. So I would just tell you that. And then some days I'd be like, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm feeling good. You know, whatever. Well, one of the things that I realized was when I'm at work or out in the community, I ask people all the time, how are you doing? And But I, I never ask you that. And I might even right. ask our kids that. Uh, maybe not super consistently or be like, how was your day? But I, but that's different than how are you? Right. But that's a good point. You, and you, we've touched on this in different facets too, where you are, and we don't, I'm not going to go off on a tangent right now, but where you've said, for some reason, you're able to do things at work more easily than you are at home with me. Not always with the kids. You can do stuff with the kids sometimes more easily than me. Um, but uh, I don't really know like, why that is and i don't know if we've ever really nailed it but but you'll play along with it and you do fine and everything so like the how are you is a good icebreaker it's a good way to really ask the question truthfully like how are you like not just hey how you doing how are you like okay so that's how we started and that's how we started but there was an even there was like a really big foundational conversation that we had even before like our very very first conference call i was actually out of town and you remember this, huh? The first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I <laughs> was in memory. I was in Nashville and the topic that what I wanted to start with before we even got into that structure was what are our values? 
what are our core values as a family? Mm-hmm. And I had put a list together of a ton of different words and had asked you to put some thoughts together in advance. I know it's not really your jam to like no, it's do not, homework, but-, <laughs> but I said, put some thoughts to like what you think. If we had just, if we just selected a few words that represented what our core values were, what, what would those words this be? It's coming back to me. I kind of remember this now. And through this whole list, we nailed it down to family, uh, arts, and adventure. And That's that right. was important because the the next piece of the structure of our of our conference call or one on ones after asking how are you was walking through our calendar for the week. Right. And we were in a space at the time when we started this where our calendar was, we were not in control of our calendar. Our calendar was in control of us. It was a mess. And we couldn't figure out how to make it work. Right. And when, by identifying what our core values were as a family, what we then were able to say was if we felt like a day was too packed or too overwhelmed, we could then say, well, what is is each of these things aligned with our values? Or if we had conflicting things, we could say to ourselves, what is the most aligned it, with our values? It basically, yes, it basically allowed us to say no more easily on top of, like you say, aligning to values, but that's setting a boundary where it's like, look, we're not going to do something just to do it or just to feel good about like, no, if this doesn't align with what we believe in and what we want to utilize our time with, we're not going to do it. For example, if there was a kid birthday party that fell at the same time as, say, a uh, opportunity to see a musical, then we would, and we will, and say we we were interested in both things, then we would go back to the values and we would go, well, Discuss which it. one is the most aligned with values? And it just becomes a simple math equation. It's like, well. The friend thing is nice. It's not that it's not nice, right. but if we're going to base it off of the three values, the thing that falls within the values is going to see a musical because it falls into arts. And that might be a silly example, but that's literally what we would do. Right. The tricky thing is, did you say kids party or did you say just birthday party? A kid birthday party. Like not one of our kids, but one of their friends. Yeah. there's. I mean, there's a little bit of a caveat to that one. I know that you said that's not a great example. And I think part of the reason that might not be the greatest is just because at some point you do have to balance values. And also, you know, when you've got kids, uh, you, you also have to remember that sometimes it's not about you, it's about the kids. So is it more important to be at a kid's party so that the kid has fun playing? But I think we've done fine with that. I'm not going to dwell on that one because I do agree that that's what we did. We would take two conflicting activities and be like, which one li- aligns more with what our values are and what we truly we'll get something out of. And if it, if this one did and this one didn't, it was kind of a no-brainer. We're like, all right, we're doing this and we're not doing that. So I think that that was definitely beneficial. And I'm very much a calendar person. Like I look at the calendar multiple times a day, as I'm sure you do with your work calendar and maybe you do with the, with the home calendar. So I know you've got two to balance there. I only have one. But um, I'm constantly looking at what's next and what's coming up and this, that, and the other thing. And so when we would talk about it on the phone, it's fine if I know what's coming up, but it doesn't help you or me if we're not aligned. So that was a great way for us to be like, okay, here's what's going on today. 
here's what's going on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the weekend. And then we would stop at that. Um, and then, and then that was it. So that was what we were doing for the week and the weekend. And then after that, it was, I think it went a little more global. It was like, what, uh, what big things do we have? Right. Do you, I mean, you probably have a better idea of, well, remembrance. adventure is one of the big areas of our values that we focus on. I always think it's good to have like a next big thing that you're looking forward to. That's right. So yeah. we always seem to have another trip around the bend or some big experience around the bend. Um, maybe it's a camping trip. Maybe it's that we're going to go fly somewhere or, you know, who knows what, maybe yeah, we're going to go just a vacation see a show. Um, and so there's some planning that's involved in those types of things. And so it was like a touch base on, what do we, what ducks do we need to make sure are in a row so right. that thing happens? So, yeah, so it went from how are you to going through the calendar to what big thing do we have to plan for? And then the last piece of it was walking through each of the kids right. and saying one by one what's going well and what are we worried about? And it was kind of generalized. It wasn't like, okay, Jackson's in second grade and he's getting A's here. And it was, it was just like, Okay, Jack, and I remember you would ask me, do you see any are there any issues that you see or that you know of? And I would ask you the same question, and we would just discuss each kid briefly for maybe five or ten minutes. But it was good because a lot of times what happens when you have a lot of kids and you're moving really quickly, a kid will say something to one person and the other person never knows about it or maybe you kind of forgot to mention it to them, but right. maybe they're talking about something that happened at school and it could be a good thing. Maybe they were really proud of something they did or maybe there's something that they have some fears about or um, something big that they're working towards and they might say it to one of us because we're in the right place at the right time. Sure, that happens Conditions all the time. are right and they don't say it to the other one and incorporating that into the one-on-one gives you an opportunity to be on the same page and 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 you know there's things where you go hey by the way lily told me this thing and right i might have no idea yeah and it's like okay let's keep our eye on that or oh wow okay that's good to know you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go you know whatever it is to help support basically it's yes it's in, in another way this this overall meeting or call is almost like a management meeting well that's why we call it a one-on-one yeah i mean we well we called it the weekly conference and why it's a conference yeah yeah and and we still do it to this day um it's a little bit different format now because i have since stayed at home um as of september of 2018 so now i don't need to be in the car on the phone with you talking about this stuff because i'm dealing with it on a daily basis which i actually think the way things are going now is even better than what it was before because there's really no area of our family now that we're not uh, managing ourselves. You manage the work stuff to bring in the money. I manage the home stuff to keep things chugging along here. And I can directly report to you and say, here's what Jack did today. Here's what Lily did, Jane, Ellie, blah, blah, blah. Um, but what we've done now is we've switched it over to from a conference call in the car to a Sunday, well, we were trying Sunday afternoon, but that wasn't really working out. Sunday afternoon around 4 or 4.30, but that seemed to be kind of tricky. So we've gone now to Sunday mornings. Which I love because I think for anybody, even if you're not a morning person, your brain is just the sharpest then. It hasn't had enough time to get worn out. And because it's the morning, you're basically guaranteed that you're going to have that time unless something crazy happens. But 
at the end True. of the day, there's a lot more variables to contend with and unknowns, and you could get pulled into things, and then it doesn't. Or you could happen. forget about it. I mean that. So in the morning, you've got fresh brain. You've got guaranteed time that you're going to have together, and it's just it it has that feeling of like new day, and particularly on Sundays, it's like okay. The week's coming up. What do we have to, what's on deck? Right. Um, so I I think Sunday mornings with a cup of coffee, sitting in comfy chairs and comfy clothes and Some talking through on. this stuff. Yeah, like I, I think I like that even better than when we were doing the the phone calls. But the structure remains. I, I, I just think the structure is is really good. And it's super goofy when you first get started. And it's you're hard asking, to get into How are it. you? Yeah. But it is, it is so worth it. Because what's the alternative? The alternative is that you... Sadly, I mean, this is this is kind of an extreme, but you could end up growing apart as a couple, as parents. You're not aligned. I mean, you and I are pretty strong together. I know that we have felt it when we're not aligned, and it's not a fun for me. And I'm sure you're the same. It's not a fun feeling. I feel like I'm, and again, this is this is a bit extreme, but like I feel like I'm living with someone I don't really know anymore, and I don't know myself, and like it just it, it can just really bring you down into a dark hole, and. Okay, so for those that might be listening that have one kid or no kids, maybe that's easy to do without having to do this. But we've got four kids. We chose to have four kids, but that's a lot. And so I think that's hard no matter what. I think I think like my advice is to do this even if you have no kids. Oh sure, no, no, I'm not I saying think you don't should do it no matter what. But it might be. I mean, let's be honest. It might be a little bit easier to manage your days and your relationship if you're just a couple or if you've got one kid. I'm not trying to belittle those people by any means. Like, hey, look at us. We had four. No, I mean, most people I know call me crazy for having four kids. Um, and I, I get a little chuckle out of that because I sometimes think that I am crazy for having this many kids, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I do think that because we have that many, this is almost a necessity in order to keep our sanity because you're extremely busy at work. I'm now very busy at the house, you know, between managing four kids activities and, and school and my own stuff, whatever I'm doing, um, plus taking care of the house. Um, there's just a lot. So it needs to be it needs to be discussed. One weekly. other thing that I would say about it is being a leader in the business world, in the corporate setting, when you I mean, if you're really which I do, which I, can, you know, regularly do. I'm very thoughtful going into my one-on-ones with my team about, okay, where are we at? What are the right questions to ask? What do I need to know? And what can I do to help this person grow? And it was really starting to weigh on my conscience that I was investing more in those people than I was investing in our relationship, particularly not even just our relationship, but investing in you and you should be the most important person to me. And the fact that I was thinking like, how can I contribute to this person? Right. But I wasn't thinking that way about you, this and doing this regularly, getting into the habit and the routine of it makes you do that. It forces you to, yeah, I think, Part of the reason, maybe let's back up a second. Part of the reason that I'm going to extend an olive branch to you because I I don't take that personally that you weren't paying attention to me. I just I know that you are very career driven, and I would be if I was still doing what I was doing for my career because you want to be the best you can be. You're getting paid for it, and it, you it's your livelihood, so you want to do the best you can. So you're going to pour your 
your time and effort into these people. But I'm, I'm, I am glad that you thought of me in that sense being like, well, wait a minute, why am I not pouring that into Jim? I think it's also because it's, it's kind of a known once you're in a relationship, whether you decide to get married or not, that's your choice, but you're, you're committed and it, then it's just like, okay, well that part's done. So now it's just, we're here. And so this is it. And, but in reality, it's not just that. Uh, I don't think so. And I don't think you do either. It's much more than that. It's more of a, again, one could look at it like you as a career woman, as a business partnership. This house is a business. I mean, I run the daily kind of day-to-day thing at this house, um, but you bring in the money that allows me to run it like that, But this, and then you help me with this. But this is a business. And if we treat it as such, again, you and me, other people might, this might not work for them, but um, if we treat it as such, I think we find that we'll get more out of it, which I believe we have. I think that there can be a false security in marriage in the fact that you are wearing a ring and you've signed a contract. I think that there can be a false sense of security that totally, totally. that that person's going to be around forever. And, you know, you just start to do little things where you become a little bit complacent mm-hmm. and then it turns to bigger things and it just then snowballs. You wind up in a place where you don't even know the other person and you don't, you're, you're not doing caring things for the other person. And to relate it back to what I was saying about business there is a consequence to you not doing a good job of investing in other people. They're going to go somewhere else. Yeah. It's called morale. Yeah. And I think it's almost like, you know, you have to be, you have to, you have to open your, your mind to the idea that like, just because you signed a paper and just because you put a ring on a finger, right? Like it doesn't, mean that you can coast through that you're your done. relationship. Yeah. Like, oh, the hard part's done. Let's wipe our so hands So it's almost this. like you have to build in the, con- like you have to be really conscientious of what the consequences for the behavior are because right. it might not be readily obvious, but the consequences are that you grow apart. Absolutely. And then next thing you know, in 20 years down the road, you find yourselves not really knowing each other because you slowly started to split ways, whether you knew it or not, your kids are there. And I, I see this from a lot of people too. I know you and I have talked about this and this is just something of my own personal thing where they're, you know, they, they take much more of an investment in their own kids than they do in themselves. And I get it. I understand why, you know, and you have kids and you're like, Oh my God, I could never love anyone. Like I love my children. Okay. Not taking any love away from anyone or from the love of a child, but the child wouldn't be there without the love from a partner. Uh, and so I think people forget that too easily. And that's what you're talking about where, you know, it's, yeah, you, you put, if you're getting married, you, because some people don't want to do that these days, that's fine. You put a ring on the finger and you sign a piece of paper and maybe you stand up in front of a church or just in front of a group of people and you say, we do. And then, then it's okay. That's done. The hard part's over. Now it's time to coast. And it's absolutely, I think that's absolutely the wrong approach. I think that once you, that's the easy part. Once you get past that, it starts to getting hard. And it's certainly when you start introducing children into the equation, because I remember this one woman who used to cut my hair and she's 10, 12 years older than me, something like that. She had had a couple of kids beforehand and, and she said, just make sure you have your relationships solid before you have kids. She's like, I, and I'm not quoting her, but she was basically kind of saying in a nutshell, make sure you and your wife good to go. Like you're solid because she goes, the kids, if, if, and when you have kids, 
their job is like, she didn't mean this literally, but she's like, their job is to tear you apart because they don't know. They don't know. They, it's, they're selfish. They don't know anything yet. They just think it's about them. So they're going to do anything they can to get what they want. Your relationship be damned. I'm going to make sure that that's something that we do as best we can. And I think we've done a good job at that. Well, to recap, it is so crucial for anyone that is in a relationship, regardless of whether you have kids or not, but certainly if you have kids, to have regular checkpoints, I think once a week is totally the way to go. Yeah. And to structure it in a way that you are curious about how the other person is doing, ask them, how are you? And really listen to the answer. Yeah, and mean it. By the way, guys, you don't always need to solve whatever it is that they're feeling. Like sometimes you just need to listen. Yeah. Um, and then the then go into the schedule for the week. It would be awesome if you can nail down what some of the core family values are prior to that. So when you're going through the calendar, you can help filter out the right things. And then um you know, walk through, you know, big things, the, the big things that you're planning for. And then the last piece of it is go through each of your kids and yeah. are things going, or if you have a dog or a pet or something. You're right. I mean, it just, it, it's basically just like an overview of your personal life with your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever partner. Um, and then any kids or pets, whatever. Yeah. I mean, to me, it sounds kind of goofy to say pets because we don't own any pets, but I know a lot of people that call their pets their babies too. So, um, yeah, it just it's it just makes sense. We think to go through that to stay on point. And I'll tell you what I mean. I think it's helped us immensely. Um, me personally, I can tell you, it's helped me. I mean, I, I I need this this kind of a plan. And I, and you know, let's be honest here too. Like we do it every Sunday if we can, but we've forgotten. It's not like we're perfect people and. Well, every Sunday at nine o'clock in the morning, we've got our cup of coffee. No, I mean, we actually just started doing that this last weekend because we were trying to make it work on Sunday afternoons and it just didn't seem to be working out. So I'm not sitting here and I don't think you are either saying that this is something that is, you know, if you if you deviate from the plan one week, oh, forget it, you're, everything's thrown off. Yeah, no, but, but I think do it. Yeah. You have intentions that you're going to do it every week. Absolutely. Set it. And well, we put it in our calendar. So that's it. Like, I guess that would be the takeaway from the, put it in your calendar, just like you put everything else in your life, your kids, basketball games, your wedding anniversary, you know, your travel plans, whatever, put it in your calendar because it'll pop up and then you'll know and be like, oh yeah, we've got this, this summer's weekly conference going on or whatever your last name is or whatever you want to call it. So I think that's kind of the takeaway from, from today's topic is just talk to each other, get your, your family plan in order. Uh, Cause most of us that work, uh, have our work life in order, hopefully. So put your personal life in order too. And and uh, and it's really worked wonders for us. So hopefully you guys listening will uh, take away something on this. And um, in the future, we'll probably have a Facebook page or a Twitter handle or somewhere we can maybe take some comments and things like that for fun. Again, this is the first episode, so we're not sure exactly what the format's going to be going down the line, but uh, hopefully you liked what you heard. And and like I said before, uh, earlier on, we've got 39 more topics ready to go. So hopefully you guys liked what uh, what you heard. Anything else? No. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening and uh, stay tuned for more.